Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this morning. We thank the Lord for a beautiful day out there. Amen. So uh, we're kind of going to go over, start off in Genesis, <clears throat> third chapter, verses 1 through 6. Uh, God has given us the word for us to learn by. And I guess you could say learning from Adam's experience. I guess you could say that. So Genesis 3, 1 through 6, and maybe, yeah, go ahead and drop that. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yes, has God said, You shall not eat of every fruit of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the trees which is in the midst of the garden God has said you shall not eat of it neither shall you touch it lest ye die and the serpent said unto the woman you shall not surely die for God does know that in the day you eat thereof then your eyes shall be opened you shall be as gods knowing good and evil and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat you know we can kind of start off on this that the satan the devil is pretty well versed on the word of god and he's going to try each and every one of us. And a lot of times he uses the word. You know, God had a plan for Adam and his family. God has a plan for each and every one of you. He, you're listening in this morning. He has a plan for you. And, and so my, I guess my question is, what can we learn from the life of Adam? that will help us to protect what God has given us. God has given unto us life eternal. One day we're going to leave this world. What God has in store for us is unbelievable. I mean, we've got to get a hold of this. Uh, we have a lot of beautiful things in this world, but God has so much for us, and it's going to be beautiful. Uh, so he begins to tempt Adam, and, and he's trying to tempt each and every one of us. Over in Philippians, the first chapter, verse 6, he says, uh, uh, you know, God is going to try to work things out for us if we put our life in his hand. The Scripture said being competent uh, or otherwise being convinced uh, of this very thing that he which have begun a good work in you uh, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. 
I guess you could say this with me, is uh, God has begun a good work in me and will perform it until the day of the Lord Jesus. You should keep that in, in your mind and, and actually possibly quote that. In Genesis, the 22nd chapter, verse 24, um, we see Adam and his family being uh, shut out of the garden, I guess you could say. Um, uh, for the very reason they disobeyed God, they disobeyed the Lord's commands. So any time that God sets his word before us and we refuse to listen to it, I want to say this, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for Adam and he, he, he actually blew it. And God has a plan for you. In Genesis, the third chapter, verse 1, it, it said this. He said, in, in verse 1, we see how Satan used the most subtle, crafty of all creatures, the serpent, to destroy God's plan. So we must keep in mind that Satan is a fallen angel and that he has no power to transform himself into a snake. He, he can't do that. Um, it was a literal, I guess a, a real serpent is used. And we can see this if we would go back into scriptures in verse 1 and verse 14 in Genesis 1, it says, he was more subtile than any beast of the field. In verse 14 says, and the Lord God said to the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field, and upon thy belly shall they go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. Because he had, the serpent had disobeyed, in a sense, what God had created him for. But anyway, what we see uh, is that Satan had made an agreement with the serpent to use him. Uh, this is important to keep in mind. Anything that, uh, that Satan can use, he's going he's to use it against you. Anything uh, uh, is um, he will see. Um, right, let me say this. He will use the Internet. Number one, let us listen. Uh, what you watch on television, uh, your old friends, uh, the wrong kind of music, the wrong places, uh, your attitude, uh, your facial expression. That may sound funny, but a lot of people, because they're mad at somebody, you can tell it just looking in their face. And, and, and then in, in, using your mouth, uh, uh, the tone of your voice. There's many things Satan can use, and we need to begin to realize that, you know, I want to say this. He cannot actually touch you unless uh, you allow the devil to use you. And a lot of times people get to the place they, they get out of sort, and you can tell they're out of sort. But anyway, let's go on. Genesis, Genesis 1 verse 28 says, Adam had power, I will say this, Adam had power and authority over every living thing 
that moveth up on the face of the earth because God had given it to him. And in second chapter, verse 15, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden, the garden of Eden, to watch this, to dress it and to keep it. There are key, two key words here. I want you to note this. Two key words. Number one is to dress it. Otherwise, to cultivate it, to, to tend to it. Uh, the Living Bible says the Lord placed man in the Garden of Eden as a gardener uh, to tend it or care for it. So, and the second thing is to keep, uh, to keep it. The word keep is in the Hebrew, shamar. It, it means to hedge about, guard it, protect it. Otherwise, Adam, each and every one of us, we are put here and we are to guard the things that God's given unto us, and we need to begin to get this in our heart and our mind. Otherwise, you're going to end up and go out in eternity without God and suffer, suffer in a devil's hell. God help us. Adam was to protect and guard the garden from any intruders. Now watch this. In Isaiah, the 14th chapter, verse 12, Satan was an intruder. It tells us that Lucifer, Satan, was cast back down to this earth after deceiving a third of the angels and rose up to try to overpower God. Adam was aware of this. Now, this is the thing. Adam was aware of everything. God actually does not put his put us out here uh, unknowingly. Adam was aware of all this, for for he walked and talked with God at the end of every day. Uh, and <laughs> you know, we have the Word of God said before us, and we'll get on in this. Uh, in verse eight says, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. God made Adam aware of everything. Let me say that. God made aware of everything. And let me say this. You are aware of everything. Let that thing sink in. Second Corinthians, the second chapter, verse 11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of you or of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Adam was not ignorant of what Satan could do and what he had already done uh, when he was cast out, out of heaven. Let's go back and look at that in uh, 1 Peter, the second chapter, verse 5 and 8. Ah, no, I'll go on. That's 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Yeah. Be careful. Watch out for attacks from Satan, your enemy. He prowls around like a hungry lion, looking for sons, some victim to tear apart. Adam was not ignorant of Satan's trying and tempting him. Adam was not ignorant of what Satan can do. Amen. Genesis 1, verse 26, it says that he amplified, is God said, let us make man, or let us, uh, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man in our own image, 
after our likeness. And I watch this. And let them, mark, mark it in your Bible, let them have complete authority over all the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the beast of uh, beast, and over all the earth, and watch, and everything that creeps upon the upon the earth. They had a Adam had authority over all the beasts and everything that was on the face. Adam had authority over everything on earth, including Satan. Now think about him, including Satan and his power. So God reached out and gave Adam this power and this authority. Uh, let's go on. Satan was never to be allowed in the garden. It was Adam and Eve's garden. Let that sink in. And the place where God and himself walked every day. God has chosen you as a vessel. If you're a child of God, God, in fact, every person on this earth has been chosen. But a lot of people have not turned their life over to God. But you you need to realize that you've been chosen by God to perform what God wants you to perform in your life. It was Adam and Eve's garden, the place where God himself walked every day. This place was off limits to Satan. Um, and I will say this, God has given us a place with him right now through Jesus Christ. All power and authority is yours if you're a child of God. We have all authority over all the kingdoms of darkness and over Satan. In fact, uh, over in the Word of God, Ephesians, the first chapter, verse 22, it says, And he has put all things, I like that, all things under his feet, or under our feet, which is the church, and which is the people that are serving God. And then verse 23 says, which is his body and the fullness of him. For in that body lives the full measure of him. Yeah, we could go back and pick up some scriptures over in the book of John and read this, that we, he said, we are the, we are the vine, uh, we're not the, we are the branch, and he's the vine, and what's in him's in us. Amen. For anyway, we need to begin to realize God has given you power and authority over all the powers of Satan. Now listen to this. And we need to hang, I believe this, <laughs> we need to hang out a sign telling Satan this place is off limits to the life of you. My life is off limits, Satan, to the life of you. Adam, Adam let the devil trespass on property and he wasn't that he wasn't allowed on by letting down his guard. Let me say this. Are you letting down your guard? You belong to God. First Corinthians the sixth chapter, verse nine. It says, uh, knowing that you, uh, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, 
Haven't you learned that your body is the home of the Holy Spirit? I hope and pray this sinks in. Let me go back. Haven't you learned that your body is the home of the Holy Spirit that God gave you and that he lives within you? John, the 14th chapter, verse 13 says, Jesus said, If a man love me, watch this, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And watch this now. And we, let's talk about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and we will come unto him and make our abode, make our home with him. God help us. Are you allowing that? I want you to get this. Get this down in your heart. Your body is the home of God. Your body is the home of God. If you, right now, you're listening in, you need to realize that God's going to take up his residence within you. If you love him with all your heart, with all your, you know, your body is where God is going to live and walk. You are the home of God. And you are God's garden. You are God's garden. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I believe it's time for us to hang out a sign that says, Devil, this is a private property. John 14, 30 says this. You have no claim on me. There is nothing in me that belongs to you. You need to say that. And you have no power over me. And then First John 4, 4 and 4 says, I am of God and have overcome you. And watch this, for greater is Jesus in me than you, devil, that's in the world. You think about that. So, the choice is yours. And one day we're going to stand before our Heavenly Father and give account of our life here on the face of this earth. We're going to close in Ephesians 6, chapter, verse 10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your, uh, through your union with Him. Draw your strength from Him. Draw your strength from Him. Amen. Are you doing that? question is, have you hung out a sign saying, Devil, you're trespassing? Or have you yielded to him? God help us. Don't allow the things of this world to take a hold of you. We're going to close, and I thank God for you listening in. And I hope and pray that you got something out of this. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has given us the word to live by and to keep it in our hearts. Father, right now, we're going to close and we thank you for your word. And we're asking God for the guidance of our Holy Spirit to help us, Lord, to be everything that you want us to be. God, we love you. So, Lord, right now, take up your place within our heart and our life. Lord, if there's people out there that's listening, Lord, and they don't know you, Lord, have them to make 
their heart open to you and that you can come in and live in their lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, we'll close out. Thank you. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030. A 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.